I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. Today we're back for another What Would Your Best You Do? Our monthly advice segment where you guys send in your questions and we do our best to answer them. But first, as always, we're going to do our podcast housekeeping, which entails, if you're new here, catching up for a little bit, then sharing both our personal peaks of the week and then our listeners' peaks of the week, and then any announcements we have. And then we get into the bulk of our episode topic. Okay, so life updates. It's Thanksgiving this week. Anything going on with you? I know Black Friday is coming up. Up. What's going on in your life? Um, you know, I'm trying to not be stressed. I don't think I'm succeeding <laughs> at all because last week was such a good, organized, productive week. I started time blocking my life and it's the solution I didn't know I needed. I basically have five areas 
of work careers that mm-hmm. I monetize or have income from. So there's like the podcast, Airbnb, the shops, etc. And they're very different. And so often I feel like I'm just running around with my head cut off and trying to be like, okay, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. And so I was like, you know what? Let me figure this out. And so in a normal workday, if it's like a seven and a half hour workday, if I focus for 90 minutes on each bucket and then take a 30 minute break in between to eat, do laundry, take peaches out, that like adds up to be a pretty good work day. And I did that last week. It was fabulous. And now today it's Thanksgiving week, Black Friday week, small business Saturday. So my time blocking is out the window because I have two days now to get a week's worth of stuff done. And I feel like that is part of my distaste toward holidays. If you guys are new here, call me the official holiday hater because I'm always just fucking being like the Grinch over (laughs) every holiday. But I think at the root of it, I realized is I really like a lot of order and holidays mess up my routines, messes up my workflow. It messes up my like gym schedule. I feel like anytime I'm starting to make progress on like health and wellness or like a career momentum, a holiday comes and just like throws me off. Throws out the window. And so, yeah. And so I'm trying to be like, okay, I know, I know this now. How can we either embrace it or come back stronger or find ways to accept the chaos, I guess? I don't know. But it's it's only Monday. So I'm currently still figuring that out. We'll let you know by the end of this week how I'm doing next week. Well, that's good. I know that before we hopped on, you're like, the holidays are stressful. And we're like, you know, let's just bring this up on the podcast to know that if anyone else is stressed, they're not alone. I'm also doing a lot this week. I'm traveling for a wedding. I guess that's my quick little update. I'm flying to go to Mexico for a wedding in Cancun. So there's like a lot of things going on. So yeah, if you're feeling a little stressed, you're not alone. alone. We're all going to get through this together. Yes. How about any other fun updates? What else is going on in your life that's not stress-inducing? Okay, one fun career update and one fun personal update I'll share. Okay, cool. The career one is that the Airbnb hit six months of my first guest. Shout out to that first guest because he was like, his name was Michael. He was like a 40-year-old guy. It was when you were in town. He was here for like a concert. The Airbnb like wasn't even finished yet. And what it went live at like 10 a.m. and he booked it like that night. But shout out to Michael. I mean, you're like, oh my gosh, someone booked it. Wait, who is this guy? We're like freaking out. Yeah, he was so sweet. He was just saying he loved all the little touches that you left, which I feel like people don't always tell you that. So that was nice that the first guest was reaffirming all the nice little touches that you have over there. Absolutely. He really set the tone because <laughs> 101 guests later and all but one have been amazing. So I feel wow. like 1%, that's like pretty good odds, right? Yeah. One bad guest out of 101. So 100%. I'll take it. And then now my little Airbnb page has this like cute little thing that says like guest favorite, six months of hosting, super host. So that was exciting. Congratulations. I cannot believe it's been six months. That's insane. I know. I'm so ready for Clay to move back in. I cannot wait. But I think I updated you guys on how his mom is sick. So Clay has been helping take care of her. But he came over this last weekend and we had a little date weekend. We went and got Indian food at like our favorite place and we went bowling I just, I love when Clay and I go on cheesy little dates. You have to. I don't know if you relate. It romanticizes your life. Yes. Wait, so bowling's the cheesy part though, right? How do you feel about bowling? I love bowling. (laughs) (laughs) 
my family went bowling a lot when we were kids. Like me, well, the town that my mom is from, very small town, like 2,000 people, not a ton to do, but they had a bowling alley. So growing up, we did a lot of bowling. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about bowling? I feel like I hated it growing up. We did a lot of bowling too, <laughs> but I feel like I just hated it because I was bad. So you know how that is as a competitive natured soul. But now I've grown to appreciate it more. Yeah, I think it's fun. I'm with you. It's like cheesy, but you know it's cheesy and it makes it cool and kitschy and fun. Exactly. My yeah. only gripe against bowling is my nails are like grown out right now. They're like, they're actually pretty long. And when I bowled the first bowl, I was like, oh fuck, I'm going to break a nail. And like, I have spent way too long getting, all, I don't have any broken ones right now. They're all long. They're all even. And so I had to do a new bowling style where like, I just like cupped it, you know, and like pushed it down. She's fancy. Because I was not about to break the nail, but it was fine. I did not break a hundred with my new bowling style. So that was a little tragic, but it's fine. We'll keep working on that. I don't think I've ever broken a hundred. Maybe not even 80. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Okay, wait, I'm going to share my actual fun personal update because I renewed my boxing membership for November and December. So went to boxing the last couple of weeks and boy, oh boy, life-changing. Like no one ever let me miss a month and a half, almost two months because it's like I was in Europe. So I didn't do September. Mm-hmm. We were gone in October and it's like a month to month thing. So you kind of right. like got to commit. And then I was sick for a week. No one ever let me miss boxing for a month again. I was like not doing well mentally. And I was like, you know what? I need to go back to boxing. And so I just like impulse texted the coach and I was like, you guys still boxing like six to eight? And they were like, yeah, doors always open. Come on in. And I was like, okay, they miss me. It's fine. <laughs> And I went and right when I walked in, there's like a lot of little kids there and they like ran up and gave me a hug and they were like, we thought you quit. And one girl was like, I'm going to bring you a present tomorrow because I'm so happy you're back. It was a pack of gum. But you know, as a kid. (laughs) She bought that for you. She went and got that. I mean, when you're nine, that might have been like her whole allowance. I don't know. Oh my gosh. And it was just so fun. And it's obviously really good for me physically, but like mentally, socially, I just, it's like my third place. I love it there so, so, so much. So I'm, I'm doing better. And that's why I cannot miss tonight because I know if I, if I don't go to boxing tonight, there's no hope of, okay, Allison on Black Friday. Yeah. That's part of your wellness, taking care of yourself routine. I feel like a lot of people are the same and maybe they don't even realize it, but working out is a huge, has a huge impact on my mental wellness as well. So this is your sign. Go for that walk. Go take some punches. Make sure you get that in this holiday season. Yeah. And you can do it with your loved ones too, especially like if you have family in town and stuff, like you don't, all the hangouts don't have to involve just like going out to dinner or something. You can totally be like, Hey, do you want to go do a yoga class together? Should we take the dogs for a walk? you want to go do this drop-in, especially because most gyms and studios have either like a free week or a reduced drop-in. If you're like traveling, it's a great time to take advantage. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Speaking of Thanksgiving, did you do, you did a Friendsgiving, right? Yes. That's going to be my little update. So updates here. I did have a Friendsgiving last week. It was so fun. I got together, there were seven of us and we did a little dinner at my house. I hosted, which that was the first time I'd ever been to a Friendsgiving or hosted 
one or really hosted a dinner in general. I don't think I've really hosted. I've had people over to watch The Bachelor, had little girls nights here and there, but I had never hosted a dinner. So that was really fun. I just had everyone bring something and I went and bought. I was like, I can't. I couldn't cook, clean, decorate. I couldn't do it all. So I was like, I'm going to outsource the cooking. There's a catering company down the street. So I got some turkey, mashed potatoes and stuffing from there. And then everyone brought a dish. And yeah, we just got together, took cute pics. I didn't, I coordinated one game, but it was honestly good that I didn't coordinate too much because everyone really hadn't met each other before. So it was, everyone just like, the conversations were just flowing anyways. Everyone was getting to know each other. And this, I posted a TikTok about this, but this is your sign for next year. If you don't have a Friendsgiving that you're going to, be the host. Like, I feel like the universe is telling you to host it because for me, that was the case. Like, I'm not from St. Louis, which apparently a lot of people think I'm from St. Louis. I get that like every single week. People ask me if I'm, what high school I went to and stuff. I'm not from here. I'm from Omaha, just like Allison. And I feel like when you're not from somewhere, a lot of those Friendsgivings are like the high school best friends, the college best friends. So it was on me to make my Friendsgiving group. And it was nice because there was other transplants or other people that had moved to St. Louis that didn't have a Friendsgiving to go to. So I got a little hodgepodge group of gals. And now we're going to have our own little girls nights. And we already planned another girls night at one of the girls apartments and stuff. So I'm so happy that I did it. It was a lot of work up front. I'm not going to lie. Like I had to make an invite. I had to text everyone. Had to do things in my house to make it ready, but it was very rewarding. And I think everyone was very happy that I got it together. I love that you just decided, you know, I'm going to check all the boxes. First Friendsgiving, first dinner party, first hosted (laughs) Friendsgiving. We'll just full send it. Literally a full set. It was so stressful. I'm not going to lie. Like the whole day Friday, I was like doing so much, but it, it all worked out. So I'm very happy. And it I was like worth it. It was so worth it. I feel like this year really challenged me socially to host things and get people together because it's just, it's hard and everyone knows it's hard to make friends and it's hard to get people together. And so I'm like, you know what? If I'm in control and if I'm the one putting it out there, that's going to make it 10 times more likely to happen. So again, if you needed a push or a sign to get people together to host a gal's night, host anything, this is your sign to do it because it's so rewarding. And once you do one, then I feel like it's way easier to do a second one, a third one to get it consistently going. Because I think about our guest, which we bring up all the time at Dr. Chelsea Shields, she literally has people over once a week or gets the other people once a week for her mental sanity and for like her social wellness. So I've been very inspired by that. Okay. I also have to ask, did you take tips from your episode with Jane of planning the perfect Friendsgiving? I did, which yes, that was a very helpful, <laughs> it was a very helpful episode and Jane actually came to the Friendsgiving. So that was perfect. But yeah, no, we definitely took just tips from that. And I had a game because that was one of the things that we talked about was like having some sort of game. I did have a game. I, <laughs> I put together like a little jar of pumpkin candies and I had everyone guess how many pumpkins were in the jar. And whoever won got a little mini YSL perfume and this cute little gift that I got. When people walked in, I gave them a little welcome drink and I had them play the game. I was getting other stuff ready because it just like gave everyone something to do. And then everyone was chatting and talking about the pumpkin game and stuff. So it was fun. That's perfect. And I feel like the advice from that episode, like it doesn't have to just be Friendsgiving, like in the Thanksgiving way, like especially over December and January, like it's a great time to get people together. You know, it's cold outside where most people live Mm -hmm. this time of year. So bringing people indoors, inviting people over, giving yourself something to look forward to on the weekend. Yeah. Weekday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. They're totally applicable tips and advice in the episode for any gathering or get together. 100% agree. Okay. Peaks of the week. Peaks of the week, baby. Uh, Yes. My friend, speaking of Thanksgiving, friends, gatherings, mine is that my friend is coming in town. She might be low-key one of my oldest, closest friends. 
Mm-hmm. Back to high school, college, her and I, we have not her and I as a friendship has been through it, but like looking back of who we were when we first became friends to now, it's very funny. We've come a long way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of a fun joke in our friendship is like we just used to be like absolutely crazy and insane and like doing the most. And now she's like about to graduate law school, lives in San Diego. Like, as I said, we came a long way together. And it's it's fun because when we're together, I feel like a little bit we were back to our old tendencies, but in this fun way of like letting out our little rebellious side. So I'm very excited that she'll be here this week and we're doing our Friendsgiving on Wednesday night. So it hasn't happened yet, but I already know seeing her and that night will be my peak for sure. So fun. I love that. I, my peak of the week is that I'm feeling better from a cold. I had the nastiest cold recently and I'm on the up and up. So that has made me very appreciative for feeling more healthy because I just had a nasty cough, was so tired. Like I literally just wanted to sleep all day and I just did tons of ginger shots. I'm now obsessed actually with making ginger shots. Like I had blended up ginger and made different things at home before, but this time I bought the cheesecloth and I strained it and like milked the ginger to make ginger shots. And I love them so much. I love ginger. I love how it tastes. I love the burn. Oh my God. I'm just gonna make them all the time now. It's gonna be my new thing. So that was something good that came out of being sick was a new recipe. And the TikTok that I saw was just a whole head of ginger. You blend up a whole lemon, like you throw the peel and everything in there and some water. Oh, and some turmeric. And it's really strong and it's amazing. And I love it so much. So... I love that. How long, if you make a batch, do they last in your fridge? Depends how many you take. Like I was just ripping them until I started okay. to feel I was doing like three or four a day. So I think with the that recipe, you get like four or five. Depends how much water you add too. Um, I don't know how much to measure. I honestly was going as I felt. But I think I usually get like four out of that. And you can do some black pepper too. I feel like you could a couple days. Yeah, I feel like you should just drink them. I don't know. But probably like three or four days, I'd say. So try it out, guys. Blend the... I was surprised that you blend the appeal too. But whatever the TikTokers say, I do. And it was great. (laughs) Well, we can definitely link that video in the show notes. Yeah. Because it's definitely flu season. So I'm sure someone will get sick there soon, unfortunately. I I could have used that a few weeks ago. It's weird getting sick because I just hadn't been sick in years. And then anytime I get sick, I'm like, oh yeah, this fucking sucks. Like it just takes you, it blindsides you. And I had so much to do this weekend. Did not do any of it. Like I literally just wanted to lay down. My head hurt. Yeah, it definitely wasn't great for going into the week, not having everything checked off my list. I, like I didn't even like Sunday reset. I needed to do the bare minimum. You get to rest. Yeah, you got to rest. And it makes you, again, appreciative for when you're healthy. But also I am also appreciative that I got sick now so that I can go into Thanksgiving feeling A1 mm. and not going to get sick there. Yeah. The bright side of things. <laughs> okay, let's read your guys' peaks. Amy said, book a theater with my sorority sisters to see the Hunger Games. <gasps> I had to read this one because I'm so obsessed. I just saw this movie and it's so good. So I'm very happy that you're doing that. It's I just love the Hunger Games trilogy, the books so much. Yeah, they are really, really good. So good. Okay, I love this one from Jillian. She said, backpacking 12 miles with six girls on the Knobstone Trail in Indiana. What a fun girls weekend activity. I love that. That's so fun. Okay, Chantel said... 
I found out that I will be off for Christmas Day. That's amazing. Glad that you could just spend the holidays with your family or at home or whatever you want to do and not working. And Cece said, kicked off the holiday season with a mother-daughter trip to New York City this past weekend. Cute. How fabulous. I hope you guys had a great time. As always, send in your peaks of the week on our Instagram at Already Friends Podcast. We post the question box every Monday and then you can say anything big, small, and then we'll read four of them every episode. Yeah. And a reminder, we're doing Listener of the Week. So make sure you're following our Instagram and send in that rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you screenshot that, send it to our Instagram, and you'll be entered to Beer Listener of the Week, which is getting $10 to go do whatever you want to do. Get a little lunch, coffee with a friend, put it in your pocket for a rainy day. We don't care, but (laughs) it's just our way of saying thank you for supporting the show. Okay. What would your bestie do? What would your bestie do? Yes. I also wanted to tell you guys on the website, made a new tab for what would your bestie do? So if you go to artyfensepodcast.com, then go to the segments folder and what would your bestie do? I linked every what would your bestie do episode that we've ever had because mm-hmm. I feel like we try to make the titles what we talked about in the what would your bestie do, but it can be hard if you're like, well, did they answer my question or I want to know about this particular thing? So if you go there, you can see all the what would your bestie do episodes episodes that we've had and go back and find them much easier. And if you're new here, the these air the last Friday of every month and they are our Q&A. A few times we've done a little spinoff where we, maybe I ask Kara a topic question and vice versa, or we invite our friends on to answer. But in some way or another, they're Q&A episodes. So the first question, take her away. Okay, first question. I'm a 24-year-old post-grad and I just decided to move back to my small hometown to save money and live with my parents. I can't help but feel like this is a major setback and that moving home will make me, will keep me from growing into my fullest potential. How do I make sure living at home doesn't stunt my personal growth and professional growth throughout my early and mid-20s? I'm actually really excited to answer this one because I think it's way more common than social media makes it seem. I moved home after college to live with my mom. It was only maybe two months, I think September, October, but I still did it. Kara did it for a little bit. Clay's mm-hmm. doing it right now because his mom is sick. So he's helping his dad so that they can take care of the dogs and be their first family. Like it's, I think it's, <laughs> I don't want to, don't cancel me for saying this, but I feel like it's only not normal with white people. But if you go to other countries and in other cultures, it is so normal to have your extended family under one roof and like the support of your grandparents and your siblings and your cousins. And I feel like, I don't know if social media has made us feel like, oh my gosh, once I graduate, I immediately have to get this dream apartment and this big city and all these things. But life is expensive. Inflation is on the rise. There's just so many things that when you graduate, it's like, how are you supposed to balance it at all? Mm -hmm. And taking a little time to live at home with your parents, I do not think is a bad thing at all. I would say have a goal of when you would like to move out so that you don't get complacent. But take this time to just kind of accept it for what it is. I feel like the theme of the podcast this year has just been like embracing things for what they are. This summer, we were talking about camp tourism, just like be nerdy, go take those like tacky tourist trips. Clay and I going bowling last week was just like, all right, let's just, let's go bowl. Or my family and I went to Top Golf last week. I feel like living at home with your parents, like you kind of just got to like be in it, eat dinner with them, help with the chores, and realize like it's not forever and cherish that time. 
time because as you get older and you get in a relationship, you start having kids, you're not going to get that time back. And this is very personal to Clay's situation, but he moved to home to live with his parents while we were switching the Airbnb around totally just from our situation. And so that was in April. And so all summer, he got to be super close with his mom and dad, helping them out, doing family dinner. And then his mom got sick in September. And it was like, she's thankfully doing much better now, but she was in the ICU for like two months and they didn't know if she was going to make it. And what a gift that he got to spend April to September with his mom, like almost every day. And like, as she was sick, like I truly feel like it helped make it easier for him knowing that he got to be there with her so much. So you just like, you never know as our parents are getting older, what could happen. And so I feel like you should just accept it for what it is. Yeah. Soak it up. Oh, that's so sweet. And I saw a TikTok and it was a comment or something that was like, you never realize when the last day that you'll ever live with your sibling or live with your parents is or when it's going to be. And it's so true. Like we just move out one day and then we never come back. So I feel like, like you said, embrace it for what it is. And it's definitely not a setback to live at home. You're so right. I think that it sucks that social media makes it feel like a setback, but we all just have different values in life. And some people value that independency or they value wanting to do the chase and the hustle and they want to go live in that big city and have their own apartment. Some people like you might value family and your relationships and saving money. And that's totally fine too. So again, I totally agree with everything you said. I don't think it's a setback at all to prevent it from being a setback. Like you said, make that goal of when you want to move out or maybe have a timeline in mind so that you can be saving properly. Make sure that you have, you know, five or $10,000 saved so that you can put a down payment on a house or switch careers and move across the country and go live in New York City or somewhere big. I think also take advantage of being at home and networking. I feel like networking is going to be helpful so that you're not making it a setback and find a mentor, like find people in your town that can make being in your hometown just as great as being in your own place in a different city. So I think this is a great question. I think a lot of people deal with this. And I have friends that lived with their parents until they were married in their late 20s. So again, I think it's totally normal and totally fine. If you have a great relationship with your parents, capitalize on it and spend that time with them because you might realize that you have less than 50 times or 100 times left in your life. It's like being with your parents in their house. It's crazy. And then my last two cents on this one, maybe something that you could do to help prepare yourself more for when you do have your own space is like paying rent to maybe a savings account. Like each Mm. month, let's say in an average city, maybe the rent is like $1,000 a month, maybe a couple hundred for utilities. You could start paying rent to a checking account or something to help you not get complacent. So that Mm. way it prepares you for when you do move out, what it's like to have bills that size so that you can start budgeting now and anticipating what it's like to have a cost like that. And then that money will be set aside as a little nugget for you to have when that time comes that you could move out. Yeah, love that tip. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. 
Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, question number two. So this next question is submitted by Pager, which they are actually the sponsor of today's episode. They asked, what screenshots did you take this last week? So Kara, what has been sparking your creativity recently? I love this question. I take so many screenshots. Anything that I see on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, anything that I want to reference later. So I scrolled back into my screenshots. I took a bunch of recommendations from Mexico because I'm going to Mexico later this week, going to Cancun and Playa del Carmen. So I screenshotted some hotel recs because I need to book some hotels still. Um, and I also just screenshotted some restaurants, some hidden gems in Playa del Carmen because they've been popping up on my TikTok now that I've searched. And I just, again, wanted to say, them for later this week. What about you? I have a lot of screenshots of <laughs> outfits. <laughs> uh, recently, I saw this TikTok about the 3333 rule, which is where you mm. pick three tops, three bottoms, three shoes, three accessories, and you see how many different outfits that you can create from just those items. And when I first saw it, I was like absolutely mind blown at the woman's creativity. I can link the original video because she just showcased like how much versatility she could have in those pieces because they were very 
very multi-wear pieces, you know, capsule wardrobe type of items. So I screenshot a lot of those outfits because I want to remember to save them for later. And there were a few that had items that I was like, yes, that is going on my wish list. And then I've also screenshot quite a few like fall grocery hauls of some soup recipes, some dessert recipes. And maybe if I am feeling really brave, some things that I could make for holiday gatherings. I'm not very good in the kitchen, but even clay, I like actually ordered some stuff from Thrive Market, like pumpkin mix and sugar and baking things. And Clay was like, wow, are you going to like make something? And I was like, you know, we're thinking about it. Yes. Okay. Love that. I would love to see a baking Allison in the future, (laughs) which speaking of, we've been wanting to talk about this app that we are absolutely loving. And it's the way that we're keeping our screenshots organized. And it's called the pager app. And it's kind of like the secret open of our sleeve that I think is now the perfect time to talk about it. So as you guys know, Karen and I are both creative and we love a system. We love a process and we're always on the hunt for inspiring things to talk about with you guys, trends that we think are worth it. And, you know, the camera roll can be looking a little untidy sometimes. And a big (laughs) problem from that is the screenshots. And so we were like, there has to be a solution to this. That way these screenshots don't just get lost in our camera roll because that has happened to me so many times where I screenshot something and then completely forget about it, go back to look for something months later. And I'm like, oh, I didn't remember that I screenshotted that event that I wanted to go to or that place Mm -hmm. that I should have saved, et cetera, et cetera. And so we're really excited that this pager app is now in creation. So what pager is, it is an app that turns your screenshots into bookmarks. So you can save them, organize them and find them. And you can find everything that you love across the entire internet. So with pager, you can rediscover your new favorite spots, restaurant recommendations, products, media, and more in all one place. all from your screenshots. It's literally that simple. So what I love about Pager is that it helps me consolidate all my travel recommendations because I find myself screenshotting travel recs the most and it helps me put them all in one place. When you put your screenshots in Pager, it recognizes the text within those screenshots, making everything searchable and organized. The biggest time where Pager would have been so useful was the summer because before I went to Italy for my sister's wedding, I screenshotted so many good pasta places, so many gelato places I need to try and I forgot about them all. So then when I was on the ground in Italy with no service, no organization whatsoever to my camera roll. I couldn't find any of them. And I feel like Pager would have been so nice to find them all, be organized with no problem. Yeah, the automatic organization is such a time saver because when I first thought about the app, I thought you were just uploading the screenshots into the app and it was just going to like organize them. But it like literally makes like a little project thing for each of your screenshots that you can then directly click and it goes to the link of the restaurant that you want to try or that hotel or those shoes you wanted to get so-and-so for Christmas. So with anyone like me who has virtual go in their charts. And as you know, a Libra who loves beautiful things, Pager is just like a dream come true. I love the aesthetic feel of the app and it allows me to effortlessly save and categorize images and links. It's kind of giving me Notion vibes and I'm totally here for that. And another thing I wanted to shout, you can also create lists to keep your finds neatly sorted, collaborate with friends and even shop right from those saved items. It's kind of like just turning your screenshots or like a Pinterest board into a reality that you can actually utilize. So it's 
all of our creative listeners out there. If you're passionate about aesthetics and exploration, we definitely recommend giving Pager a try. It's like having your own curated little universe of inspiration and recommendations right in your pocket. Absolutely. So make sure to head over to the App Store and download Pager today. You can find it by searching Pager Screenshots. And yeah, you guys won't regret it. So thank you again to Pager for asking that question and definitely go check it out, guys. All right. Moving on to question number three. Do you want to ask this one? Yes. Okay. I think this is a really good question and something that you definitely deal with as you get further into your career later in your 20s. What is the most respectful and appropriate way to handle and mentally cope with backlash or harsh criticism? Uh, Go into fetal position and cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <gasps> Oh Um, my gosh. Honestly, (laughs) no, go ahead. What were you going to say? I mean, I feel like I've maybe told the story in the podcast before, but I can vividly remember the first time I got harsh criticism in a work environment. And I feel like you really do need to separate that. That person is not criticizing you as a person. Like they are truly just criticizing something that you did. That is an entity of you. That is not you. That does not make you a dumb person, a stupid person, a selfish person. Like it doesn't make or define who you are. So it really helps you can separate the mistake you made or whatever thing, valid or not, the criticism that you've gotten, separating it from yourself. I feel like that really, really helps, even if it's very hard to do in the moment. Yeah, I think this ties into the four agreements. The second agreement is not to take anything personally. Mm -hmm. And just know that usually the person, if it's in a work setting, it's because the company has a goal that they're trying to work towards. They're not like just taking it out on you just to take it out on you. They either want to see some numbers or increase performance or something like that. If it's from, say, a loved one, they might just be projecting their own insecurities. So I think what you need to do is decide if this has nothing to do with you, like it's for the betterment of your job or a living situation or some outside fact, or is this criticism coming from someone that you love and are they either saying it to help you improve or is it a projection of their insecurity? Like criticism as a whole, like can divvy down to a lot of different buckets. For sure. And it's the old saying, don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. If this is someone that you would go to for advice and they gave you something that's really hard to cope with, as long as that is, like you said, someone that you admire and respect, I think that it'll sit easier with time. Like maybe just take take some time, journal on it because criticism can be very beautiful. It can make us very self-aware. It can definitely help us to grow. But like Allison said, if it's someone who you don't even want their advice and is, like you said, maybe projecting or giving you unsolicited advice, criticism, I say, read the four agreements. Don't take it personally and move the fuck on with your life because we don't have time for that. I think you nailed it. I don't have anything (laughs) else to add. No notes. Perfect. Final question. All right. And ending on question number four, how do I get over a major crush? Something that I've been hearing lately and can definitely relate to, not in the crush element, but just with relationships in general, is that sometimes you're just not going to get closure and you have to learn how to make your own closure, which can be very hard. And I feel like it kind of relates to this. I don't know why you need to get over this crush. You don't always have to get over crushes. Sometimes, you know, crushes stay for years and years and you end up together with that person. But if this is a scenario where you do need to kind of end it because maybe they didn't reciprocate it back or there's some circumstance where you need to get over this crush, I feel like you really just have to learn how to make that closure. So doing or saying to yourself, writing things out, what you need to say to, I don't know, close that book because otherwise it's just going to stay and linger. And unfortunately, it sucks. But we don't always get something from the other person that helps us get over those things like crushes as easy as 
It could be. Okay, another quote. You said it on here, but I don't know if you saw it on TikTok or if this is an original Kara quote. So remind Probably me. Not. Because <laughs> I have, obviously, I've been dating Clay for five and a half years. But guys, I get crushes a lot. Like, mm. not action, not like deep crushes. But I like, I can be in line at a coffee shop and be like, okay, I have a crush. But like, I'm joking. Obviously, yeah. I love Clay deeply more than anything ever. But I'm like, wait, why was he cute? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not ever going to pursue anything. And even if Clay's listening, like it's, it's a joke. It's fine. Like, and we're both, even if we're say we're like, go to eat or like, yeah, that waitress is like really good looking. Like we're not like that in our relationship that we would be upset about something like that. Um, but the quote that you said was a crush is not enough information. Oh, Do you remember that? Yes. I remember that. That was, a, that was a TikTok. And it's so helpful because Okay, perfect example. There was like way too cute of a worker like at the thrift store. This was like two years ago. I don't know how long you said this. Maybe it was like a year ago. And the worker was like very cute. And I was like, no, the not enough information is the fact that this man is 30 and working at a thrift store. Like, I don't even have a lot of information, but that is enough information that he is not someone I want to be in a relationship with. And I feel like you can apply that to like almost any crush. Like if you see someone that's like really cool online or like out in the world, like I'm not saying like it's bad that people are, you know, if they're not living, working their dream career or something, but is that actually the person that you want to be with? Or is it just a fun little crush? Because I think crushes are fun. Mm -hmm. Like it's just admiring like a cool person out there or an attractive person or whatever. It doesn't mean anything has to come from it. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I forgot about that quote. I'm so happy you brought that up because it's so true. Because before me and Connor were dating, I thought I had a crush on this one guy. And he was really funny, lots of personality. And then it's so true. Just like the more you get to know them, I'm like, Mm -mm. had no financial management, like was literally Mm -hmm. in debt. Just like all these things. I'm like, oh, this is so not cute real quick. But like the crush feels so real. Um, One of my other friends, this is actually an original, I think, or you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but she calls things that are like good looking from afar a Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. So it's also possible that this crush could be a Mona Lisa situation where from the outside, it seems shiny. They're putting their best face forward. But then you get up close and okay, you find out the other information or you see that it's just kind of a big letdown. That's how like, you know, if you've ever gone to Paris and seen the Mona Lisa, we hear about it for our whole lives. Then you actually see it in person. You're like, wait, that's the Mona Lisa. It's just very underwhelming. And I feel like that's how crushes are too. Like it's fun. It's, It's almost like, do you actually have a crush on the person or do you have an idea of having the crush on the person? Because then you're making mm-hmm. this fake little reality of like what your life could be like if you and the crush stayed together. But like, it's not really probably going to happen like that because you don't have all the information to make your little dream scenario real. Yeah. And whatever is giving you the ick about maybe your current boyfriend, current situation, if you dropped the person you're with right now and went for the crush, there's going to be something in that relationship that also bothers you. Like there's no perfect scenario. So I think no, no one is free of any icks. We all have them. <laughs> Everyone has an ick. I think to tie this up, I feel like a really good thing to do would be write out everything that you're thinking. If you need closure, write it all out. Let yourself feel the feels. Tear it out and burn it. I think that would give me burn closure. It. Burn that <laughs> I don't shit. I know what I okay, thought you I were going to say. <laughs> Stick it in your mouth, chew it up and eat it. No, I feel like I learned that from my friends. She posted about that. Like That's how she releases all her bad feelings. She journals it out and burns it and it's gone. Cool. 
I'm trying to think of how I got over like the biggest crush that I ever had on someone. How did I do it? Because you also want to be afraid of not like rebounding to someone else just to try to get over the crush by like having someone else fill the void. So I also feel like you should be aware of just replacing your current crush with another crush. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like you just have to make sure that you are good on your inside before you try and pursue anything else. Because I feel like that's just going to be covering up not good you with like distractions and different people and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times if you have low self-worth, then wanting to do other things or be with someone else, you can like attribute the worth of that scenario to your own self-worth. And that might be why you're fantasizing about this person or the situation to try to overcompensate maybe for something that you don't like about yourself or your current situation. So maybe fix that and then see, fix it. No, you don't have to fix it, acknowledge it and then see if the crush is still there. Okay, cool. Well, that was a great, what would your bestie do? I hope that helped you guys. Thank you again to Pager for sponsoring this episode and we'll catch you guys next week for another episode of Already Friends. Bye. Bye. Okay, wait, really quick before you go, if you want a chance to be the Artie Friends Listener of the Week, we have something for you. Leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And for bonus entries, there's so many ways to support our show. Share about us on your Instagram story, engage with us over on TikTok, post on our Facebook group, join the Patreon page, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to send that rating and review to our Instagram page, Artie Friends Podcast, and we pick a new Listener of the Week every Wednesday. We'll send you a $10 Visa gift card if you win, just as a way of saying thank you to buy you a coffee, buy you a sweet little treat, whatever you want. Thanks again, you guys. We appreciate you so, so much. And we'll catch you next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.